Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. And this week we're going to be talking about drinking the Kool-Aid. And as you guys can probably tell, I'm really enjoying these vague titles. But just like last week, which if you haven't heard about robbery, go listen. This is going to be just as good. So the origins of the term drinking the Kool-Aid is quite morbid. And I'm not going to get into that. You can Google it if, you, if you're interested, but the concept pretty much is that you have to believe in yourself, what you want and what you represent through the work that you do and be willing to drink your own Kool-Aid or nobody else will. So this past week, there were two glaring instances that checked me and got me in line and made me realize that. I'm trying to give out Kool-Aid that I wouldn't drink myself. And we don't do that around here. So the first one was a large book order. So as I told you guys, and as you know, I have a poetry book through my brown eyes, which is available on Amazon. And every so often I get a large quantity book order. So I received a bulk book order and I had enough inventory to handle that order. But soon after I get a a call from the same person telling me that they want to double it. And I'm like, yay, but let me go count how many I have. So when I did my counting, I immediately realized that I did not have enough to fulfill the full order now that they've doubled it, which in itself is a blessing, right? So like, thank God. (laughs) So as I was counting and I realized I didn't have enough, I got the urge to order 150 more copies, which is way more than what they required, but this is the urge I got. So I go back to my laptop, I go to purchase these copies and fear had me order 100. And immediately when I ordered it, I was not settled. I was not at peace. I wasn't okay with that decision. So I deleted that order, canceled it within 15 minutes. And I ordered the 150 that I had initially felt inclined that's the word inclined to order so the second instance was a coaching program that i've been eyeing for literally over a year it's a program marie forleo's b school like no shame in my game i'm telling you guys what i do and what i believe in so i've been eyeing it for over a year when a mentor of mine told me about it and so the applications come out, it's time to book and I see the price and I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little shook. I was like, Ooh, that, that that's a lot actually. <laughs> so, um, and it was more than I had thought it would be more than I had planned to. And especially when things are in USD and you live in Canada, just add 30% on top of whatever the price is. So that just puts things in perspective for you guys. So I saw a scholarship. It was available. I got excited. I'm like, "Mm, let me apply for this scholarship and see if I get it. Maybe this is God's way of giving me this opportunity because he knows I want it. He knows I need it and he knows it'll be good. So I apply for the scholarship and I didn't get it. (laughs) The deadline came for when they said they'd get back to the recipients. I refreshed my email an embarrassing amount of times and I didn't receive it. So of course I was gutted that I didn't get it because 
yeah, saving that money and still getting the opportunity would have been absolutely wonderful. But then I was like, oh, maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'll try again next year. But I could not get it out of my head. I knew that this course, or I believe it to be true, that this course is the gap between where I currently am and where I know I can be with my business and all of my work. So I couldn't sleep well on it. I did not have peace about it, just like I didn't have peace with those hundred copies. And I was, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, which I try to be, I was being stingy and I was being spooky. I was, <laughs> I was being scared of the potential and what it could be. And I was just like, no, why, why are we behaving like this? So that's when I told a friend of mine, I told her, oh, I didn't get the scholarship. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get it still. It's kind of a lot of money. And she checked me right away. She told me that if I believe that this is the gap between where I am and where I want to be, that it doesn't matter the cost, because if I believe that to be true, then I believe that part of the fruits of me getting to where I want to be will be me reaping it 10 times over. And she told me this and I was like, you're right, but like the cost, but I'm spooky. And instead of, I told her I'd wait because the deadline is not till I think next week, I believe. Yeah. Next Thursday to book it right. Or to enroll in the program. But then I couldn't sleep. I could not sleep. And within, I believe, two hours of her talking to me, I purchased it. And trust me, the um, the program starts on February 8th, but the bonuses alone, the bonuses alone, I've been working through them and getting the type of clarity that I need. Like the bonuses alone are almost worth the money. I shouldn't say that out loud, but they are. And immediately swiping my virtual credit card to pay for that brought me this level of peace and I say all of this and I go on this rant and TMI run runaway to tell you guys that if you don't believe in yourself how can you really expect anybody else to that's the question it's 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 simple but it's complicated you know what I mean and I'm here and my intention is to offer a coaching program. It's what I've been working towards. It's what I've been studying towards. I got a certificate last year. I'm honing. I've created my own framework of how I'm going to do my coaching. And I want to create this program. And I want to be able to justify the price that I'm going to be charging for this program with my whole chest. And yet I was scared to pay for training that was going to get me there. Like, That's ludicrous, but I'm telling you this because I'm sure I'm not the only one who operates like this. There are so many of us who believe in ourselves up until the point of money, or we believe in ourselves up until the point of commitment. And that's when we start to get wobbly in the knees and we start to get shook. We start to behave all spooky because we don't truly believe in ourselves. And why is that? This is the question I had to keep asking myself. And it was because if I'm being completely honest with you, I didn't feel confident that I would receive a return on my investment. That's the reason why I wanted to purchase a hundred books instead of 150. That's the reason why I applied for the scholarship. And when I didn't get it, I tried to slow it down and decide to, to maybe wait till next year or do whatever it was I wanted to do. But that means you're not confident. And if you're not confident that you'll receive a return on investment, that means you don't feel confident enough 
in the results that you'll get. For me, that meant that I didn't feel confident enough that I would get clients. I didn't feel confident enough that my book would be able to sell out those 150 copies in the blink of an eye or ever because if I felt confident in that being the reality, I wouldn't have thought twice, right? Because I purchased my books at an author's price for like maybe less than a quarter of what it's selling for retail. So whatever I purchase it for, I'm going to make three, four times that. So if I am not willing to purchase it, it's because I don't believe that I will sell them. So I'm not going to get the money that I'm spending back, which is just a quarter of what I'm going to receive on the other end, right? So it's a confidence thing. I did not feel confident that if I do this course and I and I come out on the other end, that that gap that this course would fill would put me at the place where I need to be to not only do my work well, but also be compensated at the level that I believe I should be for the work that I'm going to be putting out or the content or the coaching that I'm going to be giving. So I say all of this to say, no matter what you want in life, friends, you will only get as much of it as you believe that you're worthy for. One more time for the people in the back, no matter what you want in life, you will only get as much of it as you believe you're worthy of. This is love. <laughs> Do you want love? Then you got to believe in yourself that you're worthy of love and that you have this love to give. And on top of that, you have to love yourself because if you don't even love yourself and you don't think you're worthy of giving love or receiving love from the source, how are you even going to be willing to receive it from somebody else. Someone's going to do something good for you and you're going to immediately feel skeptical. Would you, would you love somebody like you? Would you want somebody like you? The answer needs to be yes. So that then when somebody comes into your life and they offer you something or they give you care, you're not going to feel like, oh, oh yeah, they're going to realize who I am and the ball's going to drop and it's going to be a tragedy. Do you want to make six figures this year? then you have to believe in your products, your services, or your skills. And you have to believe that they are worth paying that for. And when I say product, service, or skills, I'm not just talking about entrepreneurship. Do you believe that at your work, you should, you deserve a 20% raise? Do you believe that you should ap apply for a job that is three pay grades higher than what you're currently getting and that you should get it? Then you need to believe that fully or you're never going to be able to see it you're going to get that money and you're going to be scared <laughs> you're, you, it's, it's going to slip through your hands because you don't even know how to steward it well because you're not prepared for it and trust me the things that we receive that we feel we're not deserving of we have a way of rushing it getting rid of it or letting it slip through our fingers and we don't want to do that like we need to be able to drink our kool-aid as i said right would you pay the price you're charging for the services you offer? That's a question that I had to ask myself. Do I believe the work I'm doing is good enough for me to charge the price that I'm charging? If I needed the service that I provide and I saw myself offering it, would I pay that amount? This is a question. Are you scared to see $100,000 in your checking account? Does the thought of that shake you to your core? Then 
then you're not ready. And it's the wonderful part about this type of not being ready is that you have the power to do that work within you. This is not the type of you're not ready that you got to go do some external things or pull some people in this. You have the power and the ability to figure out yourself. Do you shake when you think about negotiating your salary and you decide not to? These are the questions you need to ask yourself. Like it's so important when you're not drinking your Kool-Aid How could you expect your customer, your employer, your significant other to to drink it? You know, you got to believe in yourself so much that anybody who doesn't believe in you will be confused. You got to believe in yourself so much that everybody wants to be on what you're on. They got to drink it from your mouth. You got to exude it. You got to have it radiating from you in every single way, because that's the only way to truly get it. Like I had to check myself this week and I'm sure many of you guys go through this as well. So maybe I had to check myself so I could come on here and check you guys. How much do you believe in what you're doing? How much do you believe it's worth? Where is your value? Do you, if somebody, if you were to look at yourself and what you're doing, would you, would you believe in it? And this is the litmus test that we got to use. It's it's great to have people clapping and applauding us, but we got to be able to believe in ourselves too. Because even if people are already applauding you when you don't fully believe in yourself, when you activate that level of confidence, it will take things to a whole nother level because you, you're going to radiate it. Like it's going to be coming off of you. It's going to be dripping off of you and people are not going to be able to do anything except for salivate and want to eat it up. It's that confidence that you need in yourself and in your work and anything that you want for yourself. You got to believe in yourself so badly. You got to believe in the reality and, and the ability for you to attain anything that you want. You have to trust and believe in yourself or nobody else is going to. And even if you don't see it yet, Like there are many things that I want. Like I can close my eyes and envision that lovely bank account. I could envision the love of my life. I can envision being fit and ready for the beach. Like, you know, (laughs) these things that I want and they're important to me. I don't see them yet, but I anticipate them. And not only do I anticipate them, but I also prepare my mind and my faith for the reality of them. Because I kid you not, sometimes these things come at you so 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 fast and the last thing you want to do is be scared or skeptical and because of that you flinch and you miss out on this opportunity that you have and you know I tell you guys that it's it's the mind body and spirit you need to activate all the whole trilogy and sorry trinity not trilogy this is not a movie (laughs) the trinity and really get in that mindset so what is it that you want I'll keep to my own examples. I purchased 150 copies. I am now envisioning and anticipating two more contracts coming in, large order contracts, or one large order contract that pulls everything else from me and forces me to have to purchase 200 and no, 300 copies this time because the rate that it's coming is there. I'm not envisioning those boxes of books sitting in a corner in my bedroom collecting dust and and disintegrating because the paper's been there so long and it's old. That's not what I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating great things coming. So I can't be scared or 
or skeptical because I don't know when it's going to get here, but I, I have enough faith to believe that it's going to get here. And what you need to do is take the first practical step towards what you want, where you are now. And I think I've said this before. You need to take that step, whatever it might be. Is it, do you want to create a business, but you don't know where to start? Pull out that piece of paper and create a business plan. Envision what your business will look like. I know before I created my business, before I even knew what I wanted it to be exactly, I went and created a logo on Adobe. I picked out the color scheme. So I have like the RBG numbers for the colors of my website. I took a piece of paper and I wrote out exactly what what tabs I wanted and what I wanted each tab to entail. So now all I need to do is register that business and put the website out because I already know exactly what I need to do, right? And that costs nothing but time. It cost me a piece of scrap paper that I already had, some ink out of my pen, and a little bit of mind work. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily something that was costly or something that stretched me, but what it did was that it activated the faith, right? You need to take that faith step. You need to take that mind step and you need to take that practical step. It's so important because these are the three levels that you need to activate in order to really get yourself prepared and solidify whatever that goal or ambition is or that belief that you want to be true. You can't just have it in one place. You can't just have it practically, but your mind doesn't believe in it. You can't just have it in your mind, but you truly don't have faith to see it. You know, you can't just have faith to see it, but be scared to take the actual physical steps towards it in whatever physical way that you can, right? Another thing you need to do is put yourself in the shoes of the receiver. Would you trust you? (laughs) I know this question is one that like people say things like, would you date you? But it's a really good litmus test. Would you trust you? With everything you say you have to offer, if you were a client looking at or looking for the type of work you say you offer, would you patronize yourself? And if you wouldn't patronize yourself, why is that? <laughs> like, this is this is not something to feel bad about yourself. And as I said, you have the ability to make these changes because this is all inside of you. If you look at your work and you're like, I wouldn't really be interested in this because it, it doesn't grab me. So ask yourself what grabs you. What would you do to change it? Would you trust you? Would you hire you? Would you be satisfied with you? And if the answer is no, you know what you need to do. You need to get the work going and get things going. You need to justify yourself so that you can get that confidence going. When you know that you've checked yourself and that if somebody was offering what you were offering, you would pay for that and you knew that that would be a discount, no one's going to be able to talk to you sideways. No one's going to be able to ask you for an unreasonable discount or no one's going to be able to come to you and try to talk you down because you have justified yourself and you know exactly why you're doing what you're doing. You believe in it enough to be be patient enough to wait for the people who will see your worth and disregard those who don't because you see your worth and sorry to them, maybe they need some glasses so that they can see what you're worth too and so that they can get on the bandwagon because I'm popping and this is where it's at, you know? So as I told you, people like discounts. Like I've told you guys this (laughs) so many times that we do not need to put ourselves on the discount rack. So you need to be confident in yourself so that you cannot be haggled down. And I'm not saying there's anything at all wrong with giving, giving discounts, giving scholarships, doing 
pro bono work, there is nothing wrong with that. It's admirable and it's something that I make sure I do in my business. But I determine when and how I do that. I'm not going to have a lack of, of confidence to the point where someone will talk me down and talk my confidence down so that my my price can drop to justify whatever they want. That's not what's going to happen. And that's the difference, right? You're in control of what you do. You're in control of your outcome. You're in control of the business. And just going back to the coaching, I realized that I needed B-School to fill that gap in my business because as you guys can probably tell, and I think I've told you before, because there's no shame in my game. I'm honest, I'm learning, I'm growing, and I'm sharing it with you guys. Marketing is not my strong suit. Well, at least social media marketing. Talking with people, of course, because that's why I'm in y'all's ears every single Wednesday. But I was like, this program has every single thing I need to fill that gap, to give me the knowledge that I need. And I'm not willing to pay um, four figures for it. But yet, I think... Or I am confident that the skills I have in my coaching will be able to fill gaps in people's lives. So why would, would, would I want, how would I justify them paying four figures for it? So I'm like, I want people to pay for my work to help them get to where they want to be. But when I see something that will get me to where I want to be, I don't want to pay. How does that make any sense? And the answer is it doesn't, which is why I paid for the course and I'm already enjoying it, right? So sorry to go off and be a little bit aggressive, but you guys know I come at you with love. I come at you with wanting you to do better because I know that you're capable of so much. And sometimes we need somebody else to tell us what we already know, to be that little confirming voice to kick things into high gear, which is what I hope I am for you guys, because that's what my circle of friends and my tribe and the wise men around me, that's what they are for me. So I come here and I share it with you guys. So I really hope that that helps. And I hope you guys start to drink your own Kool-Aid. And if your Kool-Aid is not the way it needs to be, if it needs a little more sugar, add a little more sugar. If it needs a little squeeze of lemon, do that, whatever is necessary to make it palatable so that when you're consuming it and gulping it up, people will say, whatever she's having, I want two glasses. And that's how you're going to build and become exactly what you want to be and get what you truly deserve, not only what you deserve, but also in abundance. So with that, the words to live by for this week are, you build the foundation to your life. This is what it is. And some people might think, oh, that, that's a lot of pressure, which I'm never going to sit here and deny that it's not. But the wonderful thing about it is that it's in your hands. You don't have to wait for anybody else. We build the foundation. And off of that foundation, people might put their, their little structures, but people might also take away their little structures. People might put their affections, but remove it. But the great thing is that they are not the foundation. You build your foundation so rock solid, steadily pla um, firmly placed on something that can't be shaken so that any anything that comes afterwards is just a little accompaniment. It's just a little side piece. It's not the main course. It's not the real deal. So take your power and do with it what you must because you must do it, not just for yourself, but for the people who are depending on you, the people whose lives are connected to you and the people who are waiting for you to give what you have to offer because 
the world needs it, right? <laughs> and there's nothing else we can do about it. So thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.